Hi everyone and welcome back to the Harfell Pod after a bit of a slower period, a little break that I was not meant to take. It just took me a while to get to recording this episode. But here I am right now, coming to you straight from London, which is actually really exciting because I just got here yesterday and actually the things that I'm going to be talking about in this episode kind of do relate to me being here or more like me coming back from home because the idea for this whole podcast episode came at the time when I was just spending my last few weeks at home which is in Poland in case you didn't know but I presume you do know so basically after I finished my internship I had like two or three weeks left at home um that I spent just you know hanging out with my friends that still left there or were there for the summer chilling at home right resting soaking up last bits of sun which by the way is gone capital g it's not hot girl summer anymore guys we have to make amends with that as i have been spending those past weeks in you know my hometown which is a rather small city i would say it's not it's not a tiny village i'm like gonna give it to it but it's it's not a capital city it's not a huge busy lively city it's more a livable family friendly city i would say but not really a place where a lot happens especially when you're a young person like there's not that many things to do and the clubs that are there you don't want to go there and surprise surprise it didn't take much time for me to get like really really bored and restless there and i began craving some novelty really quickly just as i usually do and all of these feelings and what i've been like kind of experiencing have gotten me thinking about the topic of today's podcast episode and so the more i've been observing myself in the past few years in different situations that i've been putting myself in or have been put in um by other people which have been very different environments i would say the more i've like gotten to know myself and learned about myself just by you know kind of seeing how i react to certain stuff and things like that which side note i think is why it's very very important to put yourself in a variety of different situations or like scenarios like quite early in life because it will really help you further forward moving forward to kind of know what kind of places bring you joy what kind of people you like surrounding yourself with whether you prefer living in a busy city or maybe a smaller place or whether you want to live abroad europe america australia now i'm talking locations but in general like this relates and translates to very like everything in life basically because the more you experience essentially the more you'll know what your likes and dislikes are because sometimes we may think we like we will like something or like we have an idea of like yes i am a morning person i will enjoy waking up and going to the gym every day at 6 a.m but then when we actually buy that membership for a year we don't <laughs> so it's better to try it out for a month before right or say you want to move to paris and you think you'll love it there because it's such a romantic and nice and cute aesthetic city but then you hate the fact that like you don't speak the language and you should find that out maybe earlier in life you know i i don't know what i'm going the direction that i'm going into right now but i hope you're understanding what i'm trying to say but basically going back i personally always knew that i like traveling and discovering new places most of my life like the travels that i've done so far um were with my family it's like a different type of travel from the one i do now that i've only picked up recently because you know i've only moved out like two years ago and before that every trip abroad basically was with my family 
when I was 16, I don't know if I actually ever mentioned it, but I went to Canada alone. It was just like for a summer camp. It was like an English camp, but I basically went there just be so I, so like I could go to Canada because at that point my English was already very, very good, I would say. In high school, I also did a lot of trips around Poland with my friends. Every little opportunity that I had to get out of my city, I took it and I just lived it and I made the most out of it, I think. Um, and I've also dreamt about studying abroad, which is what I'm doing now for years and years. Like when I look back, I think I wanted to study abroad when I was like probably 15, 16. And well, soon enough, I found myself here in London. I think also London is an amazing place for traveling because, you know, flights from here are very cheap. It has direct connections to pretty much everywhere. I know not everywhere, but you know, you know what I mean. You know, it's just a very easy to do a casual weekend trip to Spain when you live in London because there's like five airports. It takes less than an hour to get to one. As I said, flights are cheap, relatively cheap. Anyways, I digress. This episode is not going to be about traveling and things like that, although it is quite like an important component to the debate that I'm about to have. Um, and it's an important part of my life as well. And I think my future life, hopefully. And this all ties into what I'm going to say later. The point that I'm trying to make with what I've just mentioned is that like I've known for a while that I really, really like and crave novelty. I love exploring new places and I'm not really afraid to take that step and like put myself out of my comfort zone and new situations. I crave that shit. Like I, I know a lot of people that are more on the comfortable side and they do like traveling from time to time, but maybe they prefer like all-inclusive holidays or maybe they prefer not going abroad but staying in the country not everyone loves kind of changing their environment as frequently as i do which is kind of what sometimes makes me feel a bit isolated i would say but in summary i love change capital letters i love change and i just want to talk about it not just change and what i just described so like wanting to have all these new experiences but just in general like the thirst for life that I have that I just never seem to be able to satiate and also my fear of missing out on life and my desire to have all these different experiences that I also know that essentially I'm not going to be able to have as in like I'm not going to be able to have all of them and kind of how I'm trying to deal with that and all of those topics related to just being a restless soul I would say I know it sounds very cringy but it's better than like I I could say like a wanderlust that is a very cringy word I don't even know the exact meaning let me actually look it up okay so wanderlust is a strong desire to travel actually it doesn't sound that bad as I already said I feel like most people that I know or in general are like the opposite people usually crave comfort and familiarity and they find change scary but also there are a few people in my life who kind of share that mentality again there are a few and I actually feel like I kind of wish I had more of those people in my life because sometimes as I said it can be quite an isolating feeling um, but whenever I do meet those people it's like an instant bonding tool it's it's quite difficult to explain but like so this summer I met up with two people that I want to mention one of them is like a friend of my brother's and the other one is like my own friend we've known each other for like years 
going back to childhood but like we never had that much in common as we do now and basically I just had like random meetups with these two friends separately during our conversation I found that they both understood what I was talking about and our conversation very quickly kind of moved on to that topic and we just started talking about traveling and the places we want to go and like different places we want to live in the world and where do we see going in the future and like the experiences we want to have and it was just indescribable feeling of having that kind of connection and finally like clicking with someone who understands that desire because sure we all love traveling right like it's not like I'm a special snowflake because I like to go abroad but what I'm talking about is is this kind of as I said like restlessness restlessness and the desire to move around and be in different places and do different things that just almost never ceases it's like a constant drive that just maybe kind of paradoxically keeps increasing as you get more experiences because you just find out as you experience one thing for another, for example 10 new come up or 10 new things come up that you learn about and you suddenly want to experience them and and go there and you know it's it's like a never-ending thing and I found myself asking the question like why am I like this why why am I that kind of person what drives me to always want more from life and why can I not be that person who's just kind of satisfied with what they have and I don't mean it in a bad sense because like I like that about myself right like I like the fact that I have this um spontaneity in me I have this desire to experience a lot and I have this drive but it also can be quite annoying it's also you know it's not good to be restless right and so I've been searching for answers in my past in my brain in my mind everywhere that I can find to try and kind of understand that part of myself and what about my brain and psychology makes me that way I know I'm making it a bit deeper than it probably is, but you know me, you know me, you know I like to go deep and pick things apart even when they don't have to be picked apart. So (laughs) my first point is my silly little brain. What I noticed recently is that it almost feels like the slower my life gets, the busier my mind goes in a negative way. So let me explain. Whenever I find myself in my city, like at home just chilling for another day in a row I just start thinking about so many things that I don't need to be thinking about I think about past situations things I've said two years ago I look through my camera roll I start making random lists I I don't know like I just become so restless and start thinking in an unproductive way in a way (laughs) And because I have bad overthinking tendencies, like these thoughts are not productive, once again, the more time and space I have to think, the more anxious energy builds up in me. And I just, as I said, like I start ruminating about the past and shit like that. And on the other hand, when a lot of things happen in my daily life, like I have a routine, I am go, 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 I'm waking up, I'm drinking my coffee, reading my book, then going to the gym, then uni, then hanging out with friends, going out or traveling you know just being busy like not even having much time to look at my phone let alone just like look at the wall stare at the wall and think for three hours straight I you know the present life becomes what occupies my brain the events at hand are what occupy my brain and I personally tend to prefer that way like 
I much prefer doing things and then like talking about them right away or thinking about like what just happened to me than going past back to the same experiences over and over and over and over and over again until I'm just so sick of them and just feel like I need to go for a run because I'm literally like anxious physically anxious with past thoughts and so because of that I just kind of prefer it when my immediate environment like my physical surroundings kind of reflect the pace of my thoughts and energy and because I'm a very high energy high beat up beat up person upbeat person I think upbeat is the word I'm looking for I'm an upbeat person I like when my surroundings are that way because then it just kind of these two energies align and I don't feel like the city or the place I'm at is too slow for me because that's when the misalignment happens and that's what I really really get frustrated and I can physically feel, feel it in myself like recently I went for a festival basically last weekend I, I went to Warsaw for a few days and I kid you not like I was feeling so bad at home and then I went to Warsaw and the moment I stepped out of that train and saw all these people on the like the main central station and started walking down the street and saw just the, the hustle and the bustle of the city and the cafes and the places I could go for a drink and all the streets I just paradoxically a, a peaceful energy came over me it just felt like finally I'm somewhere that reflects what I'm feeling internally that's pretty obvious but I also think that's why London suits me so well for now it's a city that provides me with constant stimulation and endless pool of new people and places and possibilities restaurants concerts anything that I want and it's always moving and changing like it's not the same there's always new things opening up there's people moving in and out of the city it just maybe sometimes I feel like I love the concept of London even a little bit more than the actual city because when I look at it sometimes, I don't actually do that much in London. Okay, I, I do a lot, but like, you know, I go to same places. It's not like I go out of my way to go to a new borough every weekend. I don't go to that many events. Sometimes I, you know, go to the same restaurant over and over again. But partially it's not even about like having to do these things, but just the possibility of doing these things, meeting those people, if you know what I'm saying. The possibility of it just being on my fingertips, like, whenever I feel... Knowing that, like, whenever I change my mind or when I'm feeling more energetic that day or feeling like doing something really exciting that day, I know that I'll find something or someone to hang out with. It's not going to be that difficult. And that would be not possible in my hometown, let me tell you. Like, unless I plan it in advance, there's not much happening. I had actually a funny situation back at home because I was feeling just so, so, so physically restless one evening. I think it was also made worse by the fact that I drank coffee at like 6 p.m. Recently, coffee past like 3 p.m. just does not work for me. Like, I just cannot fall asleep. I am becoming old. But going back, I was just feeling very, very physically, like again, nervous, anxious, restless, just feeling like I need to do something with my life or I'm gonna explode. Um, so I just like called up two of my best friends and I was just like, hi guys, I'm feeling really restless. It was like 9 p.m. We didn't have any plans together. And I was like, hi guys, I'm just really like anxious. Like, can we just do something like whatever? Like, I'll pick you up. I'll drive. We can go get food. We can just listen to music. We can just talk like, let's just do something. And we literally like, I picked them up because they live quite close by, which is really nice. We drove to like this, not... I wanted to say parking lot, it was not a parking lot, it was just kind of like this field in the dark and just listen to music really loud in a dark 
empty field and kind of looked at the stars and just talked and it was really nice actually like I felt proud of myself for making that happen um but yeah I, I thank god my friends were available because I don't know what I would have done with myself another reason for which I think so another reason for which I think I just love changing my life around and my surroundings is because I have like a FOMO on life FOMO if you don't know is the fear of missing out it's a term like FOMO on life is a term that my friend used in a conversation recently it's one of the friends that I mentioned and it sums up this feeling just perfectly so let me explain because I feel like I, sh- I should be more particular and literate in what I'm saying the possibilities of this life that we're given on earth are endless there are thousands of places on earth that I want to see and in all of these places there's so many people that I would want to meet and every one of those people can probably bring something else into my life can teach me something else with every single of those people I could probably have a really nice interesting conversation there's also countless hobbies and activities I could potentially pick up or even become like a master of you know it's not just about trying piano but like I could become really good at piano if I wanted to write. I also want to see all of my favorite artists in concert. And I want to try all the vegan restaurants in London and outside of London. I want to try all the best vegan places because I love vegan food. And I also want to go camping and go have a go at so many sports that I haven't even tried. I want to try martial arts and bouldering and cheerleading. And the list is literally endless. I want to try pottery and bungee jumping and I want to go backpacking in Asia sometime and I want to have a cat and I want to have a dog at some other point in my life and I would love to live by the beach at one point and I would love to learn how to drive a motorbike etc 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 and this is (laughs) as you probably have guessed an immense pressure in itself like to experience all those things because it's a long list and it's not even full I kid you not, like I had one session, one journaling session a couple months ago when I was just kind of in that energy as well. And I just wrote down all of the things that I want to experience in it. It was like four pages in my journal. And yeah, let's just put it at that. But this pressure in itself gets exacerbated whenever I start to think that I only have my 20s to do most of them. Because then I have this idea that like all their responsibilities will come and I just, I think it's not just me, like, a lot of people just stress themselves out unnecessarily, maybe, by believing that, like, your 20s is the only time when, you know, the society will still allow slash excuse that kind of, like, erotic lifestyle, like, you know, moving around, starting new every year or every few years, you know, trying out different things, doing things like bungee jumping, you know, all of these things, I think people just associate them with being, quote-unquote, lost in your 20s. And I don't mind that. I don't mind the fact that people call it being lost because I, I see it more as like experiencing as much life as I can whilst I have the means and the energy to and the time to. But also like life doesn't end at 29 or 30. It's not that I cannot go backpacking in Asia when I'm 35. It's not that I cannot have a cat when I'm 40. Actually, that would be <laughs> probably more responsible on my side. You know what I'm trying to say? There's a huge pressure on your 20s to not only figure your life out but also have all these experiences and just soak up life as much as you can whilst you can it's like a huge 
clock is just ticking all over your head. And by the way, this, I'm not gonna go too deep into like the, the pressure of your 20s because I also did a whole episode on that. In case you were wondering, I think it's called making the most out of your 20s or something like that. If you scroll back, you're gonna find it. But this is why, like, this pressure is the reason for which every decision I make from ordering this instead of that in a restaurant. For example, yesterday I ordered a mac and cheese and I also wanted to order a Mexican bowl, but I had to choose one over the other. And even those tiny things stress me out in a little bit. But also there's bigger things like, you know, choosing this country to live in or choosing this curry path over the other one. I just, whenever I make any choices, I just cannot help but think, what is the other thing that I'm giving up? Which I think is not the mindset to have, right? Because when you're given two choices and you choose option A instead of B, you should enjoy option A and, you know, the perks that it brings you because you chose it for a reason. More often than not, I just think about what I'm missing out on rather than what I have in front of me, which is a really, really bad thing that I know I need to work on. I don't know, I just guess I, I'm scared of missing things and not experiencing something amazing it's actually not a fear it's a fact i am physically not gonna be able to experience to do you know to have a go at every sport to become a master at every hobby i take up to visit every single country and every single city and every single climb every single mountain and meet every single interesting person there is out there and try every single style you know i'm not gonna be able to because we have a limited lifetime in terms of time and in terms of financial means and just you know life gets in the way one choice is always a compromise of something else and that's maybe a tough pill to swallow that i'm trying to swallow still i'm not there but it's just hard to accept for me like that fact in itself and it's the most simple basic truths in life that we will have a given lifestyle but that means we're not going to have the other one as i already said Overall, it's not like I hate that part about myself. Like, I do appreciate the fact that I'm so, you know, I always come up with things to do and I do interesting things in my life. And I think, like, to the extent that I can, I am making the most out of what I, the means that I have and the possibilities that I have. And I don't know, just like that quality about me keeps me on my toes and makes me so much more excited about my future since I don't know its exact form or even like a rough form at this point, I would say, like, I don't know where I'm going to be living in five years, I don't know what job am I going to be doing, I don't know if I'll do a master's, I don't know what am I going to do in my gap year, I don't know anything, basically, yet, um, which I know to some of you probably sounds very terrifying, and to some bit of me, it is, but I think a year ago, I was so, so, so stressed about these things, and no, I'm just not. It it kind of happened. But there are downsides, which I already kind of briefly touched upon, to having that kind of personality. I wish there was like one word that I could sum it up with rather than just saying, I love change. I, I love having experiences. Maybe Wanderlust is a good one, but I'm not going to use it because to me it just sounds very Tumblr 2014, you know? As exciting as going with the flow is, and you know not knowing the shape of my future as i said blah 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 i'm also a virgo at heart and i do feel like i need some form of stability in my life to feel secure i cannot just be changing my homes and my friend circles 
every six months just because I feel like it. It's it's not sustainable and it's not good for my mental health or you need some form of stability in your life. But with that, I'm very, very grateful that like I feel like this role in my life is fulfilled by my home in Poland and my parents as well. It's a very important part about like when I think of home, I just think of my parents and my like house there. I feel like my parents are a very stable and grounding presence in my life and it's very soothing and like calming to know that I can just always go back home even though like I prefer to be away most of the time at least for now I don't know how I feel you know how I will feel about it in the future but like it's just really good to know that even if I'm on the other end of the world I can always just go back home and it's a huge thing that I'm very very grateful for because I know it's not like that for everyone but to know that like my parents will always welcome me with open arms and they will not judge the fact that like I changed my mind like I got scared of something or I just feel homesick all of a sudden even though I said I didn't miss home for the past year like they'll always just be there for me which is just yeah I love them I want to say for that I love them in general but like I think partially the reason why I'm so chill about not knowing what the shape of my future will be or where I will be is because I have that to balance it out if that makes sense because if my home situation was really like unstable or I didn't know you know I, my parents weren't supporting me that I think it will be a much different story so take what I'm saying with a grain of salt and it's something that maybe I should have disclaimed at the beginning next thing I already mentioned that like I often feel bored and restless and while like bored and restless is like it's not a positive feeling but it's not nothing dangerous it's nothing really negative these things can amount to like stress and anxiety like these 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 feelings if if you know i spend for example too much time at home or not doing anything or not seeing anyone and i know it may seem like overblown to say that like i am anxious because i'm just like chilling at home but like sometimes i do get like physically stressed if i don't have enough plans or like exciting things coming up for me and because of that and as well as the fact that I think most people don't experience what I'm experiencing to that high of a degree. Like that kind of feeling of like restlessness and always feeling like you need to be doing something, blah, blah, blah. I often end up being the initiator in social situations. I'm usually the one, I would say, coming up with stuff to do when it comes to my friends, organizing things, buying the tickets, asking my friends to hang out and do stuff. And although like they're often, most often they're not like willing and up for it, it's not like it's just one-sided relationships. I sometimes feel like if it weren't for my initiative, my life would be so, so stale and boring. Obviously, sometimes like people offer me things and, I, and I'm glad to hang out with them. Like, And I'm glad to do whatever they want to do. But most of the time, like most of my travels, most of the concerts I've been to, most of the dinners I'm having with friends, is because I sent that message, asked that friend, made that phone call to someone and made that thing happen kind of I've mentioned it before in my like videos I think or like probably on this podcast as well but like it's still a tough pill for me to swallow sometimes but I just think this is something that I eventually have to accept or even like embrace maybe like that part about me the role that I fulfill in my relationships being the initiator and just see it as a good thing like being you know like an engine and a productive force in other people's lives or like friend my friend circles and I think I mean, I hope that my friends notice and appreciate that about me. I think some surely do. I think maybe some of you can relate to that because I saw some comments that said, like, you do know what I'm talking about when it comes to just always feel like you're the one making plans. 
And lastly, when it comes to disadvantages of just being um, a restless person like I am, is it's very hard for me to be fully content with with the state of things at a given moment because I'm just very often thinking about the next big thing that's going to happen. If you compare it to eating, it's like I'm never full or satiated enough, but just with life and not with food. This is something I really, 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 really need to work on. Just like being okay with the present moment and not letting my thoughts run too far ahead of me. Because first of all, it can suck all the joy out of the present moment because say I'm hanging out with a friend, but like we're not doing something exciting. Instead of enjoying the moment, I'll just be thinking about like, what, you know, should we go out to the city? Like, should we do something this and this and this? And I have a grand friend in front of me that I can have a really nice conversation with. And I should appreciate that. And second of all, I've read enough spiritual slash self-help books to know that like being in the present is one of the most, if not the most important thing in life and finding true contentment with things as they are because the next big thing, quote unquote, will not always bring you the joy you want or maybe it will bring you joy, but it will be short term and not what we're aiming at is long term happiness and contentment, right? And these big things, these big events, the travels, they're not always going to guarantee that. Um, <laughs> they're like a fun thing to have and do and experience. But, you know, essentially we have to be content with just, you know, living in our routines and meeting up with our friends and going to uni or working. Like these are the things that we should really work on bringing us joy because the other things will always be there for us. But they contribute to a small portion of our time, you know. It's most of the time is just spent doing the mundane thing. And I've been saying that over and over again. And I think most of you already know that by now. <laughs> I think as with many things, my problems, like the things that I've been mentioning in this podcast episode, because I feel like a lot of the podcast episodes I make is just about like me complaining about a, a situation or a feeling I'm having or a thing about a society. <laughs> it, it's about like shifting your perspective. It's not, there's not one definite solution because it's not, really a tangible problem it's not like my sink is broken and someone can come fix it it's a matter of mental work I would say and just like understanding in this context in this particular issue that I'm experiencing is just understanding that yes our time on this earth is limited but if we're lucky to live up to at least like 70 or 80 years old that gives us plenty of time to try different things like I am only 21 for Christ's sake, like, if I think about it, like, I'm 21, but, like, the conscious life I've had is, what, the past seven, eight years? Like, the time where I started to make my own decisions a bit more, where I've become more conscious of my thoughts, and I'm not just a little kid playing with toys and, you know, just, like, not having an opinions of their own. So it's not even that long of a time, like, even, say, 10 years. And I feel like I've, I've already done so much for my age, When I think about it, I know some of you probably also will be, like, just rolling your eyes at me, thinking that, like, you know, I've already done some traveling and I live in London, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I am really not trying to brag in any ways or just, like, make it seem like I haven't done enough where I obviously have done some things, some exciting things. Um, But I just tend to perceive it differently. It's usually like that. Like, it's very easy to observe it from in other people's lives. But when it comes to your own, you just fixate it on the lacks. And, you know, the things you don't want, you the things you haven't experienced, blah, blah, blah. I think another very valid point that I need to keep in my head that will make 
me maybe cool off a bit <laughs> is to not get overwhelmed by all the possibilities of like things that you may do that you end up doing and pursuing neither of them because it, it can also happen that just the vastness and the endlessness of the things you may do films you can watch books you can read because this applies to everything i'm not just talking again traveling and bungee jumping and experiencing those things i'm talking everything you can possibly imagine like this overwhelm can i think in a lot of people's cases lead to stagnation just because like again as i said people maybe have this like fear of choosing and choosing wrong or like missing out on something so they end up doing nothing and i i hope that won't happen to me i don't think it's very likely that it's gonna happen soon because right now i'm just yeah i i always somehow try to like fill my time in a sensible way not like overbook myself to that point where i'm not actually doing any of these things and i cancel everything without because i'm just so overwhelmed but like you can also get burnt out from this so i have to be careful when planning my crazy silly life and just keep in mind like time for rest and time for actually processing all that i'm experiencing and not just go 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 the next thing next thing next thing that is very important and i shall keep that in mind as i go on about my life i think this is everything for this podcast episode thank you very much for listening if you enjoyed this episode or any of my other ones I would really appreciate if you could give it a five-star rating on Spotify. It makes my day to see other reviews, although they're not like verbal reviews. It's just stars, but it's still very cute. And if you want to send me a message, you can always do that at HeartfeltPod on Instagram. I love reading your DMs and interacting with you as always. And yeah, thank you for listening and have a great night or a good day. Bye-bye, kisses.